Do I want Navalny to win an election against Putin? Yes. Do I think that then we will all be united in a shining world democracy and everybody will be happy? Absolutely not. (laughs) Do I think we will have lots of conflict with Navalny? A hundred percent. But Navalny instead of Putin hopefully gets the next generation closer to the ideals that we're talking about. Obama gets a lot of shit for saying, look, I'm out here trying to hit singles and doubles. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm not trying to hit home runs. I'm trying to hit singles and doubles. And a lot of people are like, (laughs) it's like, no, but see, a lot of times what you're doing as president is try not to fuck up. What up, world? Welcome back to another episode of the AmeriPodcast. Episode 144. For those of you listening in the future. We made it. We did. We made it. 12 times 12, baby. We, it's a square. Ooh, that's nice. That Much is like nice. the Mars rover. We've made it. Uh, bring it back to math facts. Do you got anything else for us, John? <laughs> uh, no. I don't. <laughs> I'm okay. just confirming that that's confirming. actually correct, which it is. <laughs> <laughs> Today is Thursday, April 8th, 2021. And we have the original crew in the house this, uh, we'll call it evening. It's evening. Yeah. (laughs) I'm drinking wine. It's evening. Guardrails. Who guards the guardrails? The wine box does. That's who. (laughs) (laughs) It's an endorsement if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Boda box endorse us. We have three pretty serious topics to talk about today updates on some policy and legislation that's being proposed such as biden's proposed gun control legislation we're going to talk about the most recent form of voter suppression that's happened in georgia and the uh you know getting the baseball game here in denver and then we're gonna talk let's go baby russia touching our old friend vladimir putin my favorite. That's directed at you, Stu. Remember that, Stu. <laughs> but before we jump into it, we got Mr. John Anderson in the Denver metro area, South Sat. What up, sir? How are you? I am obviously still bitter about a certain hockey fantasy group chat in which a certain person hates freedom, uh, which is the opposite of my team. So go to hell this person who you know who you are those are strong words strong words and i'm sure if the man with the mustache was here he would have something to respond with (laughs) also in the denver metro area john kelly how are you today sir very good very good yeah um speaking as the uh commissioner of that league um i'm just happy you guys still want to talk shit to each other it's great this late (laughs) in the season and coming from the uh the outsider who's not in the league but gets to observe all the little mini dramas. <laughs> I'm not tired of it actually. I, I wake up every morning and the first thing I do is I look at my phone hoping that I've been involved in the group thread for your <laughs> for your hockey <laughs> for your fantasy wow. hockey league that I'm not involved in. Wow. But I, I digress. Also, our West Coast correspondent, Mr. Tyler Grillo. Who's been outside shucking wheat all day, if I do believe. How That's right. You? Wheat with a T. That's right. Uh, I'm and doing an H. well. 
add an A. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and geez, to record it for posterity, happy birthday there, Tyler. Yeah, wow. Tyler. Why, Another you. one around the sun, big guy. Congrats. Hey, the, the big three, too. My favorite number backwards. It's great. And uh, <laughs> I'll, you know, just celebrating because I want to be in the garden, harvested a bunch of things, and uh, get, looking forward to this pod because, you know, I took 10 milligrams instead of my usual seven and sitting here with a little Aperol spritz. So cheers, everyone. <laughs> Let's get it going. Adult birthdays. Yeah. And that's right. <laughs> it is Tyler's birthday pod. And I shouldn't say listeners, I would say watchers of this podcast, if you look behind Tyler, that is some wheat that Tyler shucked today. Wheat. Do you shuck totally. wheat? I think you reap wheat, but I'm going to Oh, no, shuck. you shuck corn. Yeah, you, you reap shuck corn. Shuck yeah. and right. corn. I yes. mean, honestly, what are verbs anyways? Yeah. So. What's, yeah. what's language? We don't like is that those. the point tonight? Right. Is that what we're getting no. into? I'll accept the blame. I, I um, started the usage of that word, so I retract that one. It is not shocking. Well, who are you? My name is Blake. I'm your host, Blake Mannion. And it is a pleasure to be here with you, gentlemen, this evening mm. and with all of you lovely listeners. So I will admit I'm not super familiar on Mr. Biden's gun control policies, uh, but does anybody want to talk about what he's proposing who maybe has uh, familiarized themselves with the legislation? Uh, Anderson. Yeah, go for it. Ah, yes. Doing my best Hermione Granger impersonation. (laughs) That was good. So, thank you. So, uh, this is mostly stolen from a Vox article. Thank you, Vox. Uh, There's some main points about this. It's an executive order. So, you know, if Don Jr. wins the presidency in 2024, he can just repeal all of these. Uh, So, it's important that we recognize that and we, we try and pass some actual real legislation, which would be glorious but today biden took some measures on stopping the sale of what are called uh ghost guns or 3d printed guns or guns that you can make at your home which are much harder to track because they don't have a serial number and such uh regulations on um pistol stabilizers which which allow them to be significantly more accurate like grip handles basically on the pistols yeah yep yep um, encouraging red flag laws, uh, which allow uh, the state to take away guns for behaviors like, you know, domestic violence and things like that. Surprise. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Well, and, uh, in two ways, that's good is not just because it will likely stop violence on other people, including people within the household, but it also will lower violence against the self since that is the largest killer with handguns and weapons today is suicide that is something that is not it is very much out of our general conversation with guns but if you dig into the numbers it is there are magnitudes more deaths from suicide than there are from uh uh like mass shootings like homicides yeah and you if you look at other countries our suicide rate is or our successful suicide rate is significantly higher because if you don't have 
access to guns when you're in a terrible place, it's harder for you to commit suicide, which means you might make a better, uh, a, a different decision later on. Whereas with a gun, it's one impulse and you're toast. So that is, I'm really glad you brought that up. That's something we don't talk about a lot, but it is super duper. And, you know, an example of that would be like, what if you have a teen in the home who, you know, terrible time, whatever, whatever, has a bad moment, goes to dad's safe, it's unlocked, takes out the pistol, boom, game over. Whereas that kid might have a better chance in another country. And so it's extremely important that we have this part of the conversation. Um, That's so fascinating. I did not know that. And I wonder what the correlation of that is. If you like looked at technology and you know how there's this huge like technology addiction and gratification, instant gratification that comes in with like Facebook and getting likes and social media and all that. I wonder if some of some of that like impulse and lack of lack of, um, just the ability to like step back and like have some patience on a situation. I wonder if that's like also contributed to those increase increased suicides. Possibly. That's yeah, that's fascinating. And I mean, it is, um, I I don't want to, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole of, of suicide statistics and why it happens, but it is, it is true. Um, I, I think generally that, Younger generations have been have had higher rates of suicide, um, which and what you've seen in the last 20 years, 20, 30 years is that uh, uh, more younger more people younger. have been taking their lives more often. Um, and you've also seen the biggest uh, growth in single white males. Those are kind of been the two largest areas of suicide growth, um, which is very interesting because that's also, at least in the case of the second group, um, the majority of Trump voters and right. a lot of Republican-based people mm-hmm. that are upset about what they see in society right. and their perceived lack of power, their perceived lack of, um, you know, kind of the idea of where they wanted to be, where they thought their life would be. Status. Um, and status, yeah, power, yeah. wealth, all that kind of stuff, you know. All the above. Um, yeah, and but it, go ahead, Doc. I don't know if we're, I don't want to go uh, too off track, but it's like the narrative that comes from that on the right is... Well, like, see, like, white men also have it bad. And I, I'm, I'm, I would submit that maybe the reason is actually the same reason why other people have it bad, which is white supremacy and patriarchy. Because turns out it actually sucks for white guys, too, um, in the end, even yeah. if we get these bread the class war. It's the class war thing, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a hard, you know, it's a really thing because I hear that, you know, it's like, well, if you look at these statistics, like, what? And it's like, I, yeah. But I would submit that the reason that is, is because basically white supremacy and patriarchy put what, who you're allowed to be into a very, very narrow box. And that that then over time, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's devastating. Um, to, and, what, to, and what defines success and what doesn't. And if you yes, don't hit totally. those metrics, you're a failure. And totally. yeah. yeah. But we don't need to get into this as a like a complaint about why well, it sucks to be a white guy. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think it does. Fascinating to consider. I think you have some perspective. Yeah. I don't know uh, exactly what the, like, the cultural um, uh, differences would be here, but I would imagine that in a lot of Western countries, there is a... Um, some amount of patriarchy going on as well. 
and and this also like lack of impulse control maybe due to technology but the thing that's different is america has more guns than people and so those behaviors get translated into significantly more destructive behaviors in the united states than it does in other equivalent countries which is why it's a good step uh, a good first initial step that we uh, had this executive action for the Biden administration, but we have so, so much more way to go. And a lot of these uh, uh, proposals are have bipartisan support in the country, and so we should get them done. Fuck you, Joe Manchin, for not supporting getting rid of the filibuster. We should get rid of the <laughs> filibuster so that we can, we can pass all this legislation to make sure that 20 children will not be murdered in their school, and we will have actually done something about that be it way 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 too late yeah right and and, you know let's yeah in order to do that we have to have the right people in congress to make that happen and you know i would say the right people are the people who are going to vote for that um but you know as in a democracy it's going to be the people um us voting and so you know it's also important to have the voting rights that make it possible for people to actually vote. Turns out it's important. Like in Georgia? Like in Georgia. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Like in Georgia, but let us know that there are, I think we're up to 47 states that have seen legislation introduced to restrict voting. This is a coordinated attack on voting rights in America because the Republican yeah. Party has clearly concluded that they cannot win elections if everybody votes. So instead of fixing their proposals, it's top down. It's pretty uh, phenomenal when you step back and you like just exactly what you just said, Anderson, and you see that the the GOP's strategy right now is literally nationwide to implement these voter suppression laws. It doesn't mean that they're like these things are going to pass, but like. We saw in Atlanta, it's very possible for them to pass. Um, And it's just, it's crazy to me that this is their strategy right now. And you can't deny that it's their strategy when you see it happening in so many states. Yeah. Almost every state. I mean, yeah, I I would say that it's very likely to happen in multiple states. and it, yeah, un- yeah, yeah, it, and unfortunately, it it's what happens when you have a, pu- a party that's spiraling towards fascism and spiraling towards kind of anti-free thought within and with from without their own party basically they've taken the idea of of free thought and discussion about policy and said anybody that's not with us is actively against us and when you build into that a president with a ginormous ego surrounded himself basically with a lot of fascist tendencies to claim to have stolen an election it makes perfect sense why they would be at where they're at currently as a party and why they feel yeah. that they need to react this way. All of these, they claim that it's because people have lost confidence in the voting structure. They've lost confidence in how elections are carried out. I wonder why. It's, right. It's because you told them for a year beforehand and Trump for four or five years before that if he loses, it can't be it's a legitimate rigged. election. Right. Yeah. And so you pump that through of people. It's no wonder that they're going to react that way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this, it's scary, but when it's true. I mentioned this that the Republican Party should like take up making the voter system better. I think I said that like three or four podcasts ago. 
this is not what I meant. Like, I did not mean that they should go and try and like corrupt the system. <laughs> I meant, like, they should, they should go, go and back try and, and check that sound audio. Go yeah. back and check that sound audio. What it was, was like Blake four podcasts about? ago? It was what I meant was like they should make the system more honest and uh, easier for people. That this is the complete opposite of that. And here in Colorado, we're we're lucky that we have a, a really, really solid election system. I think we're ranked number two in voter access. And um, the uh, one of the consequences of the uh, uh, voter suppression bill, the Jim Crow law that was passed in, in Georgia, was that the Major League Baseball decided to take their uh, all-star game from Atlanta and put it into Denver. And then we had a day of, let's fucking, of go. A, let's fucking go. Yeah, let's go. And then we had a right. day of a, a news cycle of all of these Republicans being like, actually Colorado's voting is more, uh, restricted than George's is to which I was like, no, it's not. Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. They, they, tr- they try to do two things. One, it's more restrictive. Right. And then yeah. two, at the same time, they're like, uh, well, uh, also now that this corporation, the MLB has made a stance against us, we should really check into their antitrust laws because now we, we believe yeah. that having big corporations is a problem well, <laughs> and, and like Coca-Cola. And it's Mitch just McConnell, like so funny to see them he's have like, to turn face on open market he, stuff. <laughs> he, yeah. He, he tells these corporations stay out of politics and then literally in the same breath says, but, but don't stop political contributions and you're like what what do you what do you think they're i mean sorry to say this very cynically but what do you think they're paying for (laughs) yeah and like (laughs) the the double speak it's just so infuriating it's just like uh free market capitalism and it's like word free market capitalism and then they're like but why would you move it well because you can they can do what they fucking want because the yeah, market decided the market. that the market doesn't like fucking voter suppression. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's actually bad for business. And and one of the things I want to keep harping harping on is democracy is not something that we are just idealistic about. It's really important that we have democracy because it makes society run better. And it is shown that democracies are more stable societies over generations, which is good for business because if you have a destabilized society, you can't grow a multinational corporation that then, you know, takes over the world or whatever, which is its own separate problem because corporations need stability in which to flourish. So the the corporations have a vested interest in making sure that we have a stable government and the Republicans have a vested interest now because they back themselves into a corner, making sure that we don't have a stable election system and it's bananas and now the Democratic Party is not only going to be the party of values, but it's going to be the party of national security and big business. What the hell is going on, you guys, compared yeah, to like yeah, our 2004 I mean, selves? you're right john it's because it is because they backed himself into a corner and you know it'll be very interesting to see what happens over the next two years over the next four years over the next eight years right as the party continues to basically dissolve itself because its demographics are falling exactly the people the people in the united states are shifting their values what's going to happen there you know eventually they're going to either become too small and significant that they're uh, most more than likely, I should say, is that they're going to become a party that's so insignificant that they will not be able to maintain enough power on the national level. And that will either force them to completely change 
parts of their ideology or it will splinter the party. Right. And that's what yeah. we thought would happen four years ago. We're, you know, but it makes sense when you look at demographics and you look at the history that eventually it's going to splinter or it's going to do complete U-turns yeah, on yeah. multiple issues to draw in voters. I mean, for example, one easy one for the Republicans to do would be to change their hardline stance on immigration, especially with the Latino voters, because there's a lot of Latino voters that are very much Catholic and very much right when it uh, to the right when it comes to their traditional values and how they view and Trump the world made gains them. in that demographic this in 2020 compared to 2016. And it's like, listen, yeah. these people yeah. are out there. They're just like not winning. They're not winning races necessarily, which I think one could. I mean, there's like this thing that happens where they <laughs> conservatives go. It's like the same thing they do with the IRS. They just strip the IRS of all their resources. and They go like, well, well taxes are fucked up. You're like, yeah, taxes are fucked up because the IRS has no fucking infrastructure because you took it away from them. <laughs> and it's like that same shit with voting laws. Where we're like, same with the post like, democracy. Like, we're democracies on the line. You're like, yeah, because you are fucking stripping all the voting rights, you assholes. You know? But it's like there yep. are still, there are still, this is a little bit anecdotal, but like there are like legitimate old school Republicans like who actually are like, reasonable humans i would say for lack of a better term uh phrase uh out there like uh so lauren's mom uh, my my wife's uh, mother everyone shout out to maureen grillo the goat uh, yeah maureen what up she <laughs> she uh dated someone before lauren's dad uh so this was like probably like late 70s early 80s who uh was like a republican so he was a senator and then he like lost but he's still like active in the republican party and holds you know whatever various offices so like but and then like they were like stayed in touch so like lauren one time when lauren was little they like went to a fundraiser and lauren was like why did we like do that the other day and like looked him up and like here's the thing he like tweets about how like we need uh police reform you know he like pushed it like so he was like totally against donald trump like supports like all of these like gun rights initiatives like this dude is like a totally reasonable person but he's just like a fiscal conservative but like and like like more central on social issues but like central is like pretty reasonable but they don't get any play right like nobody's pushing those people in the republican party because the republican party has doubled down on this other bullshit yep and it's and you're right it's it's gotten more extreme and and you know Maybe, maybe we'll all get lucky and Trump wasn't actually the symptom of the bigger thing that was going wrong in the Republican Party, right? That there's enough of those level-headed individuals like you're talking about, Tyler, that are fiscally conservative and somewhat sane. And Donald Trump wasn't a symptom of the bigger, like, threat within the party, but just like an outlier that brought some feelings up in the extreme wings of the party. But we'll have to see. It all depends on where they go as a party from here, you know? Yeah. And another insane flip watching what the Republican Party has done uh, over the course of the last four or five years is that we went from the party of Reagan, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall to the party of I hope that Putin wins in a debate against Joe Biden. Like, what the fuck was that? And so now (laughs) we have this uh, now. I'm very interested to see how Biden does with his international relations. I think we might be coming up on a very important uh, first conflict, visible conflict with Russia. Uh, Navalny, Navalny, sorry, Navalny, uh, yeah. Navalny yeah. is 
it, it seems like he is facing a slow motion execution. Uh, his his death is continuing to deteriorate, continuing to deteriorate. Uh, some oh, I just member- I thought people just naturally poison themselves. <laughs> well, he's also doing a he's also doing a um, he's also fasting, and so that's also he's right. he's yeah. causing damage to his like, to protest his, his medical care. That's just like you need the nutrition. It's not good. Yeah. It's a tried and true tactic for somebody who's yeah, in his position. Calculus. Yeah. So yeah. they're they they just arrested um, the uh, I, I forget what her title was, but she was like some head of some Russian doctor association, and she asked to go in and uh, examine Navalny, and they arrested her. They arrested uh, and then concerning a lot of times when dictators face. Um, chaos in their own countries they try and look elsewhere uh, externally so that they can increase stability in their own country and and repress their own country and so this is called wagging the dog and uh there is a current troop buildup in ukraine which is concerning obviously like war is not imminent but we are crimea cons- part two yeah <laughs> yeah totally so we are very concerned about that we need to watch for that because you know the it looks as though uh scared dictators are 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 uh dictators we should be concerned about and putin's actions seem to indicate that he's pretty concerned about the the russian or the recent shall we say uprisings in russia and so this is something we really really need to keep an eye on yeah and no i mean novani just to for those Folks, we didn't mention he is the number one opposition leader for Putin. Has been, but has had to flee the country multiple times and um, lots of shit. So yeah, then he came back to the country, was put in prison, yeah. and there have been what in the last, I guess it's all been in the last six months, maybe even the last like three months, right? There have been some very large protests in like some of the largest against the Putin administration. That three or four seen. months, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and they're yeah, so large that it's Petersburg. like. It, bad obviously people get arrested but they're so large i mean they're like the blm protests out here right they're they're yeah russia's got so many problems like if you guys remember maybe i think it was like a year and a half ago when they had that um uh radiation explosion at like a nuclear plant and that cloud was over russia and all these people were getting sick and they tried to keep that under wraps and then you have you have issues with their coronavirus rollout and like the vaccines yeah. and like yeah. it's been it's been I mean, it's been it's a it's been building for so long now under the Putin regime like it's just a matter of time until there is a yeah. total revolution I think in that country and 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 let's be quite clear about it even towards the end of the Cold War when you saw the cracks of the Iron Curtain come down and you found got some actual real data from inside of what the USSR was that they were far behind the United States in terms of economic capability, in terms of their infrastructure. And that's only gotten worse since 1991, 92. They're basically a third world country that has nuclear weapons currently because of the way that they transitioned and they didn't build infrastructure. They didn't invest back into their country. Putin on top and the oligarchs was, was oil oil processing. Yeah. They just took as much money as they possibly could at the top. The oligarchs came in with Putin and completely changed the country into a quote-unquote some sort of socialist democracy, which is a joke I mean, at best. And, yeah. you know, but that's what you're looking at. You're ba- you're looking at the world's most powerful third-world country with nuclear weapons, and that's what's happening within Russia. 
Putin's got a lot to blame for that. Um, as far as like the selling of say Russian property, government or property, uh, and then buying with it, like and trading basically Russia sold to the oil companies. And that's where all their money came from, which then they invest into nuclear weapons. So, and the oh, Russian not, people know this. I mean, this. not only oil, not only oil, they are extremely natural resource rich as yeah. a nation. Mm-hmm. They just do a terrible yeah. job. Underneath, underneath the permafrost and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it, I think it's just, it's important. I mean, I think it's just worthy of a note that, you know, there's, there's, uh, sometimes narratives in in conflicts between countries that like the people believe in it. And I think like what we're saying implicitly, but I want to say it explicitly is like the Russian people like, know this is fucked up. Right. Like, and sure. Are there Putin loyalists? Yeah, for sure. But I think a telling thing that as interesting to me is the Russian people that I've known in my life, like they've told me they're like Russian people like love America. Cause like the iron curtain came down. They're like, yo, this is dope. Mm-hmm. And then they like learned that like, they were like, Oh, all that shit that our government's in Phoenix, that's fucking propaganda. Like that's not true. And that like, and when I was in Russia only for a few days, people were like stoked. They were like, yo, an American, let's get down. You know, some people did also try to rob me, but you know, Hey, that happens everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, right. True. <laughs> uh, but like, I think that's really important because it's like it, it, Russian people like know that shit is fucked up. Like obviously they're under, it's a weird thing where they get a slew of propaganda, but they do also have access to other media sources. And so it's a strange thing. And yeah. I do think that there's like, I mean, the thing is Russia's fucking huge. Right. So it's like, how does that, how does a revolution in a country i mean it's happened before but it's like it's fucking huge <laughs> plenty like, of times yeah plenty of fucking times right. yeah um, yeah yeah so it like but there's a critical mass there's a large critical mass you know uh, navalny himself is also a complicated political yeah, 100%. i'm yes, not yes. i'm not going to sit here and say that i'm going to throw my support behind him if it came to like a free election in russia if i was there but it's trying to topple down a bit how john's been calling it a dictatorship because that's really what it is an oligarchical dictatorship within the country and you have to get rid of that first before you can have any meaningful shift towards a a democracy where people actually can decide right now vani for a long time was anti-immigration was anti-european union he was very pro right he's pro crimea annexation like yeah i think that's very much on the right but he's a little less on the right than putin is yeah that's (laughs) a very you know like (laughs) A lot of times, I hope this is Im- implied in what we talk about, but we're we're most of the time we're not advocating good positions. We're advocating better than the alternative positions, and so that's, that's kind of what politics is. If you haven't caught on yet, that's, that's mostly what politics yes. is. The, the The idealistic way to say that is politics is the art of the possible, and so. Do I want Navalny to win an election against Putin? Yes. Do I think that then we will all be united in a shining world democracy and everybody will be happy? Absolutely not. (laughs) Do I think we will have lots of conflict with Navalny? A hundred percent. But Navalny instead of Putin hopefully gets the next generation closer to the ideals that we're talking about. And that's, you know, uh, uh, Obama gets a lot of shit for saying, look, I'm out here trying to hit uh, singles and doubles. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm not trying to hit home runs. I'm trying to hit singles and doubles. And a lot of people are like, it's like, no, but see a lot of times what you're doing as president is trying not to fuck up. 
And so put making your goal be singles and doubles means that you're not fucking up the world. And so this is, you know, that's what we're hoping with Navalny too, is the world will be a little bit better probably with Navalny, just like I'm sure a lot of Russians, well, maybe some of the Russians were like, um, the world's going to be better with Biden than it would be with Trump just to kind of like turn the tables. We're looking for more stability. We're looking for better governance for individuals. And we're not, it's not like sports. We're not rooting against the Russian people. Yeah. I, I will vote. I well will said. root against their national team. 100%. Beat those red team up and down. The let's, ice, let's bring this back. You know, like, Is it, one of the greatest moments in the history of humanity was TJ Oshie scoring like eight five-hole goals on those commie bastards for us to knock them out on their own home turf. Fuck you, Sergei Bobrovsky, or whoever the fuck was in net for those people. That was one of my most favorite moments. And you know what, Blake? You know what, Blake? It's political, which means it could be on this podcast because that's because it's the topic that we're talking about right now. So TJ Oshi, <laughs> Commander and Dangle Chief, you will forever be in my heart. Commander and Dangle Chief. I'll let it yeah. slide. Well, I don't think there's a better transition to relating Russia to games uh, than ah. this for John's game for closing us out uh, tonight, which all the I rest have of us game. do not know what it is. So we are kind I of am born. dropping this on everybody. So this was inspired by a game uh, that um, Puck Soup uh, usually plays, which is which is one of our, our favorites. Um, so, for example, I might say this game is I'm going to list a group of people and they're either going to be Finnish hockey players or Star Wars characters. Uh-huh. And you have to decide which. Okay. However, this game needs to be political. So this is called Congress Bros or Male Porn Stars. So, this was Congress Bros, Congress Bros, or okay. male porn stars. So, male this was inspired okay. by gotcha. our friend Matt Gates. And, uh, oh, no. indeed. And so, I have a list of five members of the Freedom Caucus oh, specifically. Man. And then, I have a list of five male porn stars, which, by the way, my search history on my work computer is like. You know, Google, Google, blah, 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 male porn stars, Google, blah, 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 Google Analytics. It's a whole thing. Well, so uh, I need to know what those blah, blah, blahs are. Otherwise, I'm not that. <laughs> it's it's a lot of like pod, pod bean uh-huh. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah. So b- before you get in, how do we actually play this? Are you so, asking each one of us one of correct. the people and then we have to yes. choose? Okay. So, Kelly, I will look at you and say... Um, you know, Tolvi Tolvenin, is that a Finnish hockey player or a right. Star Wars character? And then you will say, I think it's a hockey player. And I'll say, correct, you get a point. And I have nine of these, or I have 10 of these. And so we can use one as a tiebreaker or such. Uh, but Perfect. but each of you will get three. Great. Wait, so they're I not like it. all, it's not just like all porn stars or congress people it's like one or the other one or the other baby no it's one or the other they're either porn star they're either male porn stars or members of the freedom okay so it is one of the other dirk diggler let's go oh wait that's boogie nights (laughs) what am i thinking okay all right who wants to start i'm game i'll keep score all right tyler tyler nixon porn star or congress bro See, I really Tyler wish I knew. I re- this is perfect that you used. Sure. 
I mean, I really just wish I knew how it was spelled, you know? Um, because that's always the giveaway. I, I'll read it. I'll read it to you. T Y L E R N I X O N. Hmm. Okay. Then it's I'm a whole go... new meaning to tricky dick, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Congress, bro. Porn star. Oh! Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blake, you're up next. Bo Brooks. Oh. Bo Brooks. Congress, bro, or porn star? Definitely a porn star. No! Congressman. Congressman. <laughs> Congress bro. <laughs> really? <laughs> member oh. of the Freedom Caucus. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me let me pull up. Oh yeah. I remember Mel uh, Brooks. I remember there's some shit about Mel Brooks. He was part of the insurrection, if I remember correctly. Oh yes, I think you're right. That's really? Right, that's right. Yeah, I think he spoke uh, right. yeah. before Trump did. So Mo Brooks, where are you from, buddy? Uh from the Alabama fifth. Alabama. Oh, uh, I guess Mississippi. <laughs> so close. Kelly. Yeah, lay it on me. Barry Moore. Barry. <laughs> Barry Moore. Congressman or male porn star? That's really hard. That's That's got to be a porn star. Congressman. No! <laughs> well, I know what my porn star name is going to be now. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Uh, okay, then. From, from the Alabama second. Hailing. Ooh, oh, man, sorry. it was just like the whole like Drew Barrymore connection. I was thinking male porn yeah. star playing yep. off. The ba- I, yeah. Okay, oh, right. I was thinking yeah. Barry, like yep. Barry, your dick more. I'm just gonna say. By the yep. way, we need. I just realized that my side hustle is becoming a porn star, taking this name to hijack the <laughs> SEO. All right, let's go. Yes, let's go. Wow. Um. All right, Tyler. Yeah. Marcus Dupree. Ooh, pretty sure that's a congressman. Porn star. God That's a porn. Yeah, I knew. I actually, I actually knew that one. You know, you know, yeah. Here's the problem. The real problem is I recognize these names, but I don't know if I recognize them from porn or from, from porn or from. All right, Blake. Either there's going to be a fat line of male porn stars, or John's just trolling us, and these are all going to be Congress people. <laughs> God, I should have done that. I should have done that. Uh, all right, Blake. Andy Biggs. Ooh. No, that's got to be a Congress person. That is a Congress bro. Correct. <laughs> oh, Blake gets a point. Blake gets a point. Blake it, gets a it. point. I need my point. All right, where is Mr. Biggs from? Uh, Mr. Biggs, where are you from, bro? I, I was. I, my first thought was actually uh, Sex in the City. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, Biggs, come on. Male porn star? Like, I know. Uh, he hails from the Arizona 5th. So Bye. my strategy is to do, I, I take whatever logic hits me first, and then I do the opposite. That's my strategy. <laughs> okay. Nice. <Wow>. <laughs> nice. I should have saved that one for Tyler so we could have like a multi-step, like, mind meld. Like, did, oh, yeah. he, did he do it to do it, or did he do it to actually do it and not do it? Blah, blah, blah. Um, all right. Kelly. Ricky Johnson. Congress bro or male porn star? Ricky Johnson. Porn star. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good job. Get that Johnson. The Johnson. Get that. Yeah. The Johnson. I just, it, right. I, I, I would assume that if he would have been a uh, 
congressman, he would have been like Rick Johnson or Richard Johnson. Yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah. maybe it's short for right. Rico, which is rich in Spanish. Could be. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. just surprised Rico you go Johnson. Dick Johnson. Dick Johnson. <laughs> yeah, right. You missed the two foot putt on that one. All right, Tyler. If I can get on Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin. I think I actually know this one. Okay, well then if Blake's gonna say it, then it's gotta be a porn star. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Zeldin hails from the New York First District. Damn it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Where is all New right. York first? That's gotta be the city, right? Uh, New Doesn't York one. I would have. Well, maybe no. It's it's got to be upstate because he's a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah, it could be around Albany. Yeah. Um. All right. Who's up? Blake. Uh, Blake's yep. up, I and then me. me. I I think Tyler's got zero points. Uh, no, so let's check breaker. in. We have three left. The score is Tyler zero, Blake one, Kelly one, okay. which should Good. which should tell us I'm some out. things about how how. The Freedom Caucus rolls, or I yeah. guess the parents of the Freedom Caucus. Um, <laughs> or, or on the other hand, how good we are at identifying Freedom Caucus individuals. Sure. Freedom Caucus. Uh, all right. Like Owen Gray. Owen Gray. Congress bro or porn star? Congress bro. Porn star. Shit. Definitely <laughs> porn star. <laughs> Tyler's Definitely. like, yeah. How do you know? <laughs> Who gave it away? <laughs> All right, Kelly. Are you ready? For the win. Come on. All right. Ted Bud. Oh. <laughs> Ted Bud? Ted Bud. T E D B U D D. Ted Bud. Is he a porn star or is he a Congress bro? Oh, man. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Because of the double D, I'm going porn star. Mm, good call. It's a good call. Congress bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> hails, hails from the North Carolina 13th. Lucky number 13, Ooh, baby. No, lucky number 13. So that, Dang. Okay. That means we get a tiebreaker, right. right? Yeah. So, so Tyler, I'm sorry you've been eliminated. Wah, wah. Don't know my porn stars or my comedy. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> uh, Blake. This is like for the, the win. win. You, you, you're an excellent game host, Mr. Anderson. Please. Thank you. <laughs> I do what I can. Blake. Steve Holmes. Is he a porn star or is he a Congress bro? Steve Holmes. I Kelly can spell knows. it for you. Kelly I can knows. also use it in a sentence. You could both write it down and then you oh, could reveal. Yeah. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down and reveal. Write it down and reveal. Write it down. Blake, Blake, edit in the Jeopardy music. Yeah. I'll run it until we get the cease and desist. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Steve Holmes. Was he a porn star? Or a cash roll? Boom, boom. All right. Time to lock in your answers. The big reveal. Do what you both said. Oh, Blake, you're still going. Okay. I'm writing it on a napkin. Give me some time. <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing great. Steve. I have Holmes. to go over each letter like three times. I got it. I, I managed. It's taken me 32 years, but I figured out how to write this. 
Here we I go. Hold him up since this is an audio audio medium. Congressman. Kelly Congressman. Kelly says congressman. Blake oh. says porn star. Yes, porn let's star. go. Blake wins. Oh, Steve Holmes is a porn job, star. Good. Yeah. Job, <laughs> I I th- I thought I thought it was going to be a porn star. I thought you were probably tricking after uh, John Holmes, the very famous porn star, bringing in another different Holmes. Oh, I oh, I, yes. I I don't know. Did you, that that was probably wasn't even on your radar, was it? No, that went, that went totally <laughs> it was on over Kelly's my head. radar. <laughs> yeah, but we've learned some things, I think, through that. <laughs> yeah, I am well, a history nerd of all things. Of all, this is true. a very all. good. <laughs> Congratulations on the win, Blake. Yeah, great yeah, win, Blake. Blake. Thank, you very, good job. Thank you very much. He dropped his Appreciate headphones and walked off. And uh, I hope you listeners all learned something here today, specifically about us. I hope you all learned something about what we pay attention to in life. That's fair. <laughs> no one knows what to say after that. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Godspeed. Nobody needs anything else. Nobody needs, nobody needs nothing else. Uh, and John got the Godspeed in, so that's good. Yep. Yeah. So we're good. We're set. I'm shutting it down.